But I hate when I feel like this And I never hated you Neurotica is a weekly podcast going to the deepest, darkest parts of the mind and bringing them to light. Topics range on mental illness, behavior, and perception and more. Please be warned, many episodes contain trigger warnings. If you ever have thoughts of suicide, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Hey everybody, welcome to Neurotica. Very excited to be here with my co-host, as always, Bobby. Karen's gonna Karen. How's oh, it God. How's it going, Bobby? <laughs> A lot worse now. What the fuck is that phrase? <laughs> Basically, like four weeks like a month ago, I guess, I just got completely sick and tired of like the phrase Karen. <laughs> like I, there, 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 there's a controversy that it was like sexist and ageist to say it, which was like s- really stupid, obviously. But um, just the fact, just like seeing it everywhere, like every, literally everyone just getting referred to as a Karen, and everyone, Cody, yes, Isabel says hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically the the fact that it was just like getting overused and like oversaturated everywhere just like started really annoying me. And so okay. whenever whenever I see it now I get mad and for some reason <laughs> Karen's gonna Karen popped into my head and I made myself mad, as I always do. Great. You you've made that bed and you're gonna lie in it. Um you have anything else new in your life, or is it just the Karen's got a Karen thing? Um, I'm a skateboarder now, so yeah, that's new. I've heard that's you really alluding exciting. to that. I didn't know if that was real, but it, apparently it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, uh, the guy that is part of the DJ company with me and my dad, uh, his like dad died and left him money, and he used it to open up a skateboard shop in Havertown. <laughs> okay. So I just like... So I just went and he gave me like 20% off. <laughs> so oh, nice. I decided that I'm trying to skateboard my way into being hot. That's a good idea. I have my bike. I need to ride that more. I'm getting a little a little uh, pudgy. But um, I, I guess, uh, you know, other than Bobby's awesome skateboarding story, I do have to drop the news, um, mostly because it actually frames into the episode. And I'm not saying this for any kind of sympathy or we're going to get into details of it. But I am once again single. Um, time has passed since, uh, the breakup. So no, like the tigers back on the prowl. Nope. Not back saying, on the market, baby. <laughs> not saying that. Um, but nothing, nothing I really want to, you know, uh, bring to the podcast within that relationship. Nothing really needed to, uh, nothing traumatic happened in a relationship for once. Thank God. Um, but you know, life happened. And, um, the reason why I wanted to say that though, still in the, um, theme of the episode is because what we're going to talk about today is once again the coronavirus, which of course we're all sick of hearing about it. We're all sick of being a part of it, but we're going to talk about it from a more macro level of kind of the months that we've already endured and how we've kind of, you know, overcame things and how we're getting more back. And I guess try to find that silver lining and appreciating that I think a lot of us are getting better at um, 
living in this world now it's still not close to what we want i mean obviously i can't go over to bobby's place you know without a mask and feel comfortable that like i'm doing something smart but you know there are ways for bobby and us to interact either through zoom or obviously these podcast recordings so you know there's a lot of things that have happened over the months but what we want to talk about mostly is access um and by Access it could mean a lot of different things, and we'll get into that as we go. So, Bobby, is there anything else you want to throw in there for just the general theme? No, let's just jump right in. Yeah. So, I guess um, the best way to, to start is uh, just through Bobby and uh, I, and you guys have heard these stories, you know, kind of strewn across, um, you know, when we do our check-ins. But from an overall level, thinking back to the time where access for me was just access to um, my own place and I didn't have a job. So I didn't really have, like, have access to like an immediate outlet to, um, you know, distract me for 40 hours a week and then like feel some relief that I'm not doing anything. And we kind of talked about a lot how, you know, Twitch became that kind of hyper fixation for me to kind of make sure that I had access to some kind of outlet. Um, but that, that was yep. a very different time for me to not have a job where Bobby, you were in a much different. Uh, yeah, at, at that time I was, uh, down in Longport, New Jersey with my girlfriend's family for two months. So I, I don't really know. There's nothing that I like didn't have access to besides maybe like the ability to, be alone, if that makes sense, which like is <laughs> very ironic given the uh, situation yeah. that we're in with like all you can do is be alone. But like in that it, and it, it was like it's a decent sized house and everything, but like there's just like always people around stuff going yeah. on and there's no you can just like chill. Yeah. And like be alone with your thoughts, you know, which is good and bad uh in its own ways but like ideally you would be able to do that if you wanted and also able to interact with people if you chose to do that yeah and i think when we talk about access we're talking about physical and mental access so you know physically bobby at the time couldn't access his own um items at home but mentally really what he couldn't access was a place of comfort of like his own personal space so I think that's really like kind of the key of what we're talking about here. And as we talked about our own stories, we're going to talk a little bit more about what it's meant for other people. And why I guess, you know, it's been hard for some people to grasp, you know, quite how bad it is, you know, when things really hit the fan. Um, some of us know better than others and other people just shoot off like, oh, wait, we can wait till after Labor Day to uh, try to fix this at all. Um, and those people fucking suck. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, for, for Bobby, he was missing an access to kind of a, you know, a comfort, you know, you could speak to that if I'm off, but I, I think you were kind of missing just a, a general thing that we all get most of the time. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, like, I, ideally you'd be able to choose at any given time, whether you want to be around people or whether you just want to like be, be alone for a bit. And I didn't have, I, I wasn't able to have the latter and I did miss that. Even though, as we've said, I 
feel like I've mentally handled uh, everything pretty well. And like, I don't, don't mean to disparage, you know, anyone that I was down there with because it was fine and it was very nice of them to have us. But just like this, when there's always a couple people around and it's like a really weird family dynamic as the boyfriend, you know, just being able to sit by myself would have been nice. Yeah. And I think certainly um, it's not even just like, you know, whether you're isolated or you're with a group of people, it's just that I always make this joke that um, college is not real life. But the more I talk to people, their living situation has morphed into some form of what they had to do in college. And it's either shacking up with a lot of people or changing their diet to just be like, whatever. And like drinking a lot because they're just trying to cope with everything going on. Like it, it really is like a different like mental aspect where it's like, I'm home all the time anyway. And now I'm working a job where um, I'm working from home and I'm seeing the other side of the coin where it's a little annoying that you work all day and then you want to have that relief. And it's like, well, you're home. It's like, you're not going anywhere else. (laughs) As, as nice as it is to be able to like wake up and kind of grab my laptop in bed for an hour. um, There there is some aspect of missing the delineation uh, yeah. between work and home. And again, that that's definitely a, a mental thing because like physically I can go upstairs, but it's still like, okay. Oh, did I forget anything? The, it, the computer's right there. And I feel like there's less like reason when I'm online. And I think even some of our superiors at my job, at least um, have told us to try not to get into this pattern it feels like I have less incentive or I guess I shouldn't say more incentive to stay on later because I'm being afforded the luxury of it's my house and I can walk away for a while and do some other little things, but not all those things that I'm doing, I wouldn't have done in the office anyway, like go to the bathroom or like get my lunch or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the other side of like access is like the fact that, it's so easy to access work now. It's just like, it's so weird. It's, it's like, I don't know if we're conditioned um, by first school and then work to, you know, feel like we have to go out to the place um, and like spend our day there. Or if that is set up that way, because that's like how, the human brain is like built to function or whatever, but like um, as much as working again, as much as working from home is nice. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe becoming one of those guys that like wears khakis uh, while, while he's working at home so that I can, so that like when I'm done working, I can take them off and put on sweatpants and it's like, okay, now we're, now we're in home mode. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think there... <laughs> I would never want to be that kind of guy, but like if it helps me, I guess it behooves me to do it. Yeah, and I think that really kind of highlights, though, like, you know, we feel lucky and blessed to, um, you know, have jobs during this time, but I feel like everybody's in the same monotony. Like, there isn't 
too much access to different um, routes where it's like, you know, you, you can't really like move. I, I did have one friend move across the country uh, during this quarantine, but very luckily, you know, found a job across the country at the very beginning of it before it got super horrible. Um, but yeah. you know that you can't do that now. And you know, we legitimately are in a bubble. We cannot leave the United States and go to any other country for the most part. Unless they're doing worse at COVID than us, or they're just really don't care. <laughs> yeah, God, we, me and me and Is were planning to go to Paris in like the winter, um, in the in the early spring. This this was our plan, and it's like, man, how how young and naive we were to think that such a thing would be possible. It it really has. I I think there's no doubt that we even have to say too though that stretched people's minds on time. Like time feels short and long at the same time. Like I'm thinking ahead of like, oh man, when will things turn back to normal? And then people will tell me a date that sounds realistic. And then people will say like a date that sounds maybe like, okay, that's conservative, but probably even just a little bit safer. And that might be a year from today or a year and a half. And it's like, that's not that bad. But right now that feels like, oh, so I should just shut down like, a, B, C, D, E in my life because those just are not accessible things anymore to do. Yeah, I've when what you said about time feeling short and long at the same time. I've been like thinking about that a lot because I'm I'm wondering if if that just means that time feels like it's moving at the normal speed. <laughs> like if, it, if it's if it's feeling short and long simultaneously, um, if that just means it's normal or if like it, if if it legitimately is like a different feeling, and I mean, if if we're experiencing it that way, then obviously that's a legitimate. Feel. I don't know, man. It's just like well, so much stuff is so weird, and like because they're we're relatively isolated and like not seeing that many people. Um, I just feel like our our brains are just like fucked up. But I think it comes down to the mental weight of everything that happens. Because when you have mental weight on you, uh, mental weight really is the thing that makes time feel longer. And, you know, like, just like you're dreary and you're, you're kind of dragging on. But what I think is happening in the, in the background to say that time's moving fast is that, you know, months and seasons are still popping by. Like, it's insane to me to say we're in September almost. Like, it's yeah. it's August 22nd, but we're I'm saying we're almost in September. But at the same time, every single day of my life feels like the longest day of my life right now. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's a weird dichotomy for me to say, like, well, the day to day, it feels longer, but week to week and month to month and who knows how long till year to year we're just in the cold war of our own, uh, you know, pandemic, you know, just everything just zooms by. And then I even thought about, you know, all the people that used to be in those, like those periods of where it's like world war two. it's like, you just have to live in shit for a couple of years. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Like I felt the same way every week is so weird because I'm like at the end of like Monday, I'll go to bed and I'll be like, holy shit, how is it not like Wednesday? Like that was the <laughs> longest day of all time. But then on Thursday, I'm like, oh, wow, tomorrow's Friday already. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like every every second, every second takes an eternity, but every week takes two days. Yeah. 
I've even had moments where I've been like um, trying to rush to get off like work so I can like do some stuff before I stream. And frankly, I should do more stuff, like more of my chores. But, um, you know, there's been a couple of times where I feel so rushed and then I get off of work and I'm like, why did I rush that? Like, there's really nothing I have to like, you know, like I have to set up a few things, but it's like, I don't have to go like, you know, two hours to set this up. I just, in my old life, it would have been, I would have got off work at five, but I would have been at the office. So I would have been running home and I would have got changed. And then I would have, like, I'm already factoring in time. It doesn't exist anymore. And that's, that's also another hard thing to do is like telling people like how long things take. Nothing takes as long as I thought it did anymore. <laughs> yeah. my uh, I was hanging out with my, my friend. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to, just everything was a month ago. Everything feels yeah, like yeah. it was a month ago. Um, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that that was the length of time ago. It was. I have no idea. Uh, but he was like, working from home. I've realized like the amount of shit that I can get done when people aren't just like bothering me, <laughs> like coming yeah. coming by my desk to talk. It's like, it's like it turns out that I only have like an hour of work to do a day, and the rest of it is like me wasting time talking to people about bullshit that doesn't matter <laughs> yeah i think um i've been productive and i started a job in a pandemic i mean like my whole timeline is fucked up like it's so weird like i started the the the, the pandemic unemployed and then i started doing some uh pandemic dating um and then basically simultaneously entered a relationship while starting a new job so then I had a little bit of both of, um, you know, that's, and that's where I want to say like access to something else, you know, like having that relationship gave me access to another person, of course, obviously someone I can talk to and it's nice to have somebody in the same room, but also access to a new place. Like I could go to over her apartment and, you know, there's novelty and all of that. Not to say the relationship was just novelty, but it, it was very stark when I came back to, okay, you have the job still, which is good. You know, everything's still going good, but now you're out of the relationship. Okay, now you have even more days of the week. And even though I was like juggling, streaming, you know, girlfriend and, uh, you know, relaxing, it still was like coming out of that. I was like, ah, come on. Like, how do I live life again? And it's just because we've yeah, been you... so in rhythm. Yeah, you've really had like, three years worth of shit happened in the last couple months <laughs> my therapist entire said, <laughs> new job entire relationship like, my therapist said that depression <laughs> that relationship might have felt like a year like to some degree like just like maybe that's why it like ran its course earlier is because partially like you know you in a relationship in uh the pandemic and bobby you know this better as somebody who actually lives with their partner but your only option for the most part, and like I know you were talking about earlier trying to get out, but for the most part, it's just sitting there on the couch together watching TV. Like there really is nothing else that you can go do. Uh, there's a few things you can walk around and maybe get some Rita's, but most of your time now together, quality time is, as most couples do, you know, sitting around watching TV, but it's the only thing you can do. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think that, you know, for a start of a relationship was very stark and, uh, you know, weird kind of <laughs> yeah we were uh talking about that like offline uh because isabel was like 
talking about how she wanted to go do something outside in nature. And I was like, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that. I don't, I don't even know how I'd like begin trying to come up with an idea for that. But like, there's like so little to do. Um, and especially because like the, the things that I like to do is like go to a bar or whatever. Obviously that's out right now. Nature is something that we actually can do, but I have just absolutely no idea how to go about yeah. planning it. So yeah, it, it really is just like sitting in the apartment, like <laughs> watching either new girl or criminal minds, depending on our, our state of mind. And then like, I'll go skateboard for an hour a day and that's every single day. Yeah. That's all there is. And I think like finding that balance is important. And I think that's where I started to even get like shaky. Cause I was like working a lot of hours just cause it was like our busy period. And I was trying to like, make sure I was still streaming and I was like fighting these old ideas of just like, you don't get to take a day off. And you know, when I didn't have a job, I was streaming sometimes seven days a week, twice a day. So, you know, 14 streams a week, um, usually yeah. around two That's hours, of, 28 hours. That's a lot of streaming. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up having like over a hundred hours in one month. Um, and I just like last week finally like broke down a little bit because I got my days mixed up. Like my brain was breaking. Um, and it had nothing to do with anything other than I just like really did not like the idea of just like how out of control I felt, but it felt like just because of the quarantine and stuff, like I just was off by one day on one thing and it just like put me in such a black hole because I was just like, I can't even control like my schedule right now because I'm lost <laughs> every day. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's just weird times. That's that's like not at all surprising um, that you would like mix up your days because, like, like I said, at the end of a day on Monday, I'll sometimes like just realize that it's still Monday, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> so, yeah, like mi mixing something like that up is like absolutely par for the course for like everyone. I feel like right now, or it yeah. should be. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, and it wasn't even any, like, repercussions to me necessarily, like, mixing it up other than, um, you know, missed time on Twitch. But, like, it, it just, it, it felt like, come on, like, I, I need something to get going right now because, like, I'm just, like, switching modes and, it, like, I couldn't get my days right. And I feel like there's just been too many times during quarantine where I'm sitting there and I go day check. Like literally like, <laughs> like I remember last night, like relaxing and it being like, you know, eight o'clock and thinking, shit, what do I have to do tomorrow? And then thinking, Oh, it's Saturday tomorrow. Like I can, you know, sleep in and do some other stuff. Like I literally had to make sure I knew that it was a weekend. Yeah, the uh, another weird thing for me, and, and this is I'm certainly not complaining about this because it's wonderful, but we have summer Fridays at my work, so we get off at one. So that then makes I'll like take a nap and then it'll feel like Saturday. 
and then Saturday feels like Sunday, but then Sunday also feels like Sunday. And it's just like the the day of so many times the day of the week seems to have absolutely no effect on anything, you know? Yeah. I, I just like, I have this problem sometimes cause I'm like, you know, obviously me, I'm an, like, I'm a downer to start. Like, you know, it's, I have, no. <laughs> I have energy, but like, you know, I have to take pills that bring me back up. So like, I'm always looking for purpose. I'm always looking for a reason, like look for it. The thing that's re- been really weird is um, that I used to be like a serious shopaholic and some of the way that I would occupy my time would be like, like, like choking my own budget, <laughs> if that makes sense. And even though that sounds like a bad thing, it occupied my time. But then when we got to quarantine, I was like, well, I don't really need anything. I'm not going anywhere, doing anything wear the same clothes because we only need basketball shorts and t-shirts and occasional button down. So I was like, I just stopped buying stuff and not even like having the anxiety of like buyer's remorse. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I was, Iz has been doing like a lot of online shopping. Like I feel like tons of people have, um, and I was saying to her, you know, you don't spend enough money on me. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you don't, none of these packages come, then they're labeled for you, but it's something for Bobby. Like, <laughs> she was like, you don't, you don't like want anything. Like, <laughs> what would you even get? And I was like, uh, I, actually nothing. I have no idea what I would even want. Like <laughs> the, the one thing, the two things that I bought, was, I bought a Flyers jersey from China. Yeah, guys want that nothing. Like the this you wouldn't even buy the shoes you liked <laughs> because it's too expensive, and you have nothing else to spend money on. Yeah, well, you know, uh, this, I'm. This, this is such a funny, stupid brain thing that's absolutely predictable, but everyone would think that it wouldn't be them. the The first day the NBA season restarted. Uh, FanDuel had a like increased odds thing that was like the Lakers minus 50. So if the Lakers, as long as the Lakers didn't lose by, no, the Lakers plus 50. So as long as the Lakers didn't lose by 50 or more points, uh, you'd get even odds. So I was like, ah, oh, free money. I'll download FanDuel, get quick, easy 50 bucks. That'll be that. And then instead of that being that, I decided that now I gamble every day. So that's that's where my money goes instead of shopping. What a fucking shocking turn to that story. Yeah, uh, it's almost as though that is the reason that they had the promotional thing. I did <laughs> to get stupid people like me. Yeah, I almost did get into poker at one point, and I'll tell you why. And it was because I was doing a VR poker game, and it was actually really cool because you'd have like people with you, but like what pissed me off was like you had a certain amount of chips and you can use them up. And if you wanted more chips, you bought them. And I was like, wait, hold on a minute. So you're telling me I can't turn in my chips for money, but I can give you more money for more chips. Oh, that doesn't feel good at all. Um, no, Jesus. <laughs> feel like what a, a fucking rip. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I was like, I don't have to do it in VR. But then I thought about like the one time I ever tried to do like, like, uh, 
video poker online or something, I was just like awful. Like I just I, I can't should... even I can't even imagine how bad I would be at poker. It, I can't it... lie. Lie for shit. I'm too instinctual. Uh, and my instincts are dog shit. So, yeah, I hate, <laughs> between I all hate, of those things, <laughs> I think I I'm hate, pretty pretty built to be bad at it. I hate bluffing, so it's literally just like me waiting for like a run of me having good cards to get some money, and then just watching it dwindle slightly, like over every <laughs> single hand until I'm out of money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, um, at, at least at least with like gambling is just like the nba which i know well so <laughs> there's like at least a chance of having success on like with uh <laughs> well i mean i guess the reason me and poker <laughs> the reason why i even thought about poker though with the idea that yeah i could lose a lot it was like fuck it like there's it was like maybe i'll have an adrenaline rush i didn't end up doing it but like I have some money that I'm saving up for like something specific and I don't even know if I want that thing or if we'll have access to that thing. So I was like, could just start throwing this money around and do something with it or just buy a bunch of shit that I've always wanted. That's like way like over the top, but I don't even know what the fuck that is either. Like, I'm going to buy a fucking pony. I live in the middle of the center city. <laughs> have you always wanted a pony? No, but I just feel like that's something people Are want. Are you a horse? Are you secretly a horse girl? I secretly attracted the horse girls, but don't I don't want to talk about it. Um, that's not surprising. Attracted to everybody, Bobby. It's it's a problem. Exactly. <laughs> this is the episode where you reveal I have a love and sex addiction. Actually, uh, surprise intervention. Ooh, okay. I don't know if we I needed do. a little. We needed a little drama. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you could do with the sex addiction. <laughs> I'd be good for content. <laughs> I feel bad for you, but this is tremendous content. <laughs> yeah, you feel bad for me having so much sex. Um, yeah. Can't have sounds, sex in quarantine, Bobby. Says the man who did I'm it. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> well, you're not having any is that sex not in quarantine. The, is that, <laughs> of course. <laughs> is that not the law? <laughs> I thought yeah. there was a general ban. <laughs> you thought there was a genital ban? Yeah. I thought there was a general ban. A yeah. genital ban. A genital ban would have a similar effect. Yeah. Now you can have genitals. Um, Fuck. It, do you want to tell? You want to tell it is right now? I feel like cutting my <laughs> dick off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Carson, no. Like... <laughs> this is what the quarantine has done to us. <laughs> None, oh of the, my God. none of those tangents meant anything, but we understood <laughs> each other perfectly. Yeah, that's chemistry, baby. You didn't say a single word that made any sense. <laughs> I'm like losing my mind over here. Like even like us recording, like every single time we record, I'm like, oh man, we, we should get together and record more. And then I think about us like every single week doing just the same check-in and me just going like, ah, into the mic after a while. <laughs> and I don't want the, the show to become me yelling, ah, into the mic. That's why we are spacing things out. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just like, I don't know how anyone does, anyone except like sports, because sports are happening now, so there's stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck else is there to talk about? The, the protests are over everywhere except Portland and Philly. Like, 
Yeah. Well, so I, there's there's not that to talk about. There's nothing's ever going to change. So there's there's not going to be any change to talk about. Well, <laughs> so the there's definitely one thing or a few things we can talk about, and we can talk about just like how things have changed for people in the bubble. So I guess transitioning more to our macro conversation. But I, I think one thing that's been really, uh, you know, something Bobby and I agreed to very early was that we didn't want to invite people on to, like, try to prey on their situation. So friends who've been laid off or facing eviction or stuff like that, we just have not approached them. And we will not approach them. Um, we don't feel like it's right. It's just not worth the episode. It's not worth the content. Neurotica is yeah. better if than they, that, and we'll come back with better stuff later. Yeah, if they if they like said, "Hey, I yeah, think this would be interesting to talk about," we'd be like, "Yeah, sure," but uh, it's not. We're not going to seek out people and be like, "Oh, hey, you're you're going through tough times. <laughs> yeah. Want to talk about it so that we can get plays on Spotify?" <laughs> Yeah, so we we've also just been also trying to be aware of everybody is dealing with a lot during this uh, coronavirus. So it doesn't mean we won't have some guests probably in the the next few months, but just also aware why it's been a, me and Bobby lately is because we don't want to over encumber anybody, and I think that's why we keep talking about this thing called access. And really, when you think about it, every single person no matter what their situation is in this quarantine bubble pandemic, whatever you call it, has been a limitation of access. And we've seen people rebel against it by trying to protest the idea of wearing a mask. We've seen people, you know, do it to a T, but you know, that, that means they have to stay in their homes all the time and wear a mask if they do go out and like do social distancing we've seen the spectrum of people going crazy and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, everybody is losing access. That's why they're doing that. And we don't really think of it that way. We think of it as they're losing their job. They're losing their home. Well, they're losing access to income. They're losing access to shelter. They're losing access to the resources that the government might've said that was there for them. Now they're losing access to the postal service, which is just a weird, they're losing access also to like a structure, yeah. you know, like, like a, an out, an outside structure, um, to organize their lives around, which, um, is, I mean, even working from home, we lose that a little bit. And that's when I have trouble, it's because of that. It's because like, oh, and I, I don't feel it's not it's not the same because I'm not going into an office. There's not people around that. I like if I, if I drift off for and, and start daydreaming or like going into a Wikipedia hole or whatever, um, there's, there's not really anything to stop me at home. Like there would be in the office. And, um, if you don't have a job because, you know, the unemployment's at like 11% right now or whatever, then you don't have that structure to your, um, I mean, you can obviously structure your own life. You're free to do that in whatever way you choose, uh, uh, maybe around working out or I'm going to, you know, read for two hours a day at from 10 a.m. to 12. But that's just like another thing that you're losing 
immediate access to that can fuck with your head. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, again, we're talking about physical and mental. I think we learned that a lot of the physical things that we thought mattered didn't, you know, a lot of it solved by technology, but even talking about just like food supply, like we were all in a panic that nobody would have enough food back in April, you know, and now it's just back to kind of new way to go to the grocery store, but like business as usual in terms of everything you need to get. For the most part, there's a few things here and there that are like out. Um, but you know, I yeah. Do you remember when when the guy from like Purdue Chicken was saying, "Oh, there's going to be a a chicken shortage if yeah, like if you're if if they're not if they don't let us reopen factories and force people back to work?" And it's like. No, that that didn't happen. Yeah, he was just lying so that his company could reopen and start making money again. Yeah, like it's just you know we had access to a lot of things. It's just the mental access of being able to like go into your friend's home or go into your favorite coffee shop and sit there for a while. There's mental access of just being able to you know access you know whatever your outlet may be if it is physical like the gym or mentally access you know people at a bar if sex is your addiction actually that you have less access to have sex and feed your addiction if you're an alcoholic there is a lot of talk about how pennsylvania for a while they went so cold turkey that there was a lot of concern that a lot of alcoholics were going to have the same cold turkey sobriety and go through major withdrawal symptoms. So, yeah, alcohol withdrawal actually, like, is I think is the only withdrawal that can actually kill you. So, when people were saying, uh, "Why, why are uh, liquor stores allowed to be open?" but like, I can't go to church. That was why. Yeah, and it, and there's a lot of anger that comes with that because people will say the ones that go to church, like, "Well, I'm not an alcoholic. You're, you know, letting the sinners, like, you know, get." you know, uh, more of what they need to sin. And it's like, well, you know, we're really just trying to make sure people are okay at a time where literally everything else is as fucked as it could be. So like maybe, you know, you get some kind of peace at church, but this person could literally die from alcohol withdrawal when they could also literally die from COVID-19. So let's give them one of the two, at least. Come on. Like, it's yeah. not really fucking worth just being like, everybody dies from whatever they got to deal with. Like, Also, church is stupid, but that's neither here nor there for this discussion, really. Yeah. And I, I th- <laughs> but I guess people are, people did, I mean, that is another thing people lost access to. Places, houses of worship, I think, that's the technical term. Yeah. Which is really, really. And the community that is the actually, the actual important part of, of that, the the church community that um yeah i do social aspect the 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 caretaking aspect like having someone to check on you stuff like that so yeah i mean even even though i i think that most very religious people uh suck ass like it does suck ass for them to not be able to go to church if that's what they're that's where they find comfort yeah and i think the biggest thing that I've felt that I've like kind of thought about a lot in this time is the access to move forward is what I, I, at times I felt so desperate and lost and hopeless about 
you know, my career or, um, you know, my creative projects or my friendships or anything like that. And I, you know, me, I, I beat myself up a lot, but there really are people who can't, you know, we have friends who as of right now cannot get married the way they wanted to get married. I have already had a few rescheduled yeah. weddings on me. I have a few that are getting cut down. Like they can't have access to move their life forward the way they want to. You know, we have friends that are going to try to buy houses that isn't fully stopped at all or anything by COVID-19, but it definitely doesn't make it easier. And like the uncertainty with money and stuff, but like really it's just, it's moving yeah. forward. Well, the, the, the couple months when it, when people weren't really buying houses has really like fucked it up because there's um it's such a seller's market now because there's you know a couple months backlog of worth of people so there's just way more demand yeah and so like even even if even if they're still able to do it like the circumstances have changed so dramatically that they'll probably be out be paying more money or like probably not be able to find necessarily as good of a house because the good ones would get snapped up. Yeah. And I think that just is really telling that we've been, we've been thinking originally that April was going to be the deadliest month. I remember that conversation. It was April's going to be the deadliest month. And then we'll probably start recovering in May. We're in August right now. And some things have just kind of gone back to what they are. Some things will never be the same. Uh, there's a lot in between, but you know, I, I like, it's kind of just crazy to me to like look around and be like, you know, okay, well, what would I do if I was that person? Well, I'd probably just put my head down at work. What would I do if I was that person? Put my head down at work. What would I do if I was that person? Put my head down at work. Like that's what I feel like for a lot of us. And it's it it's like the we're in a bubble and the oxygen is running out. It's not I'm not worried about how many bananas I can get from Acme. I'm worrying about how many days can go by me doing my job without having something to break it up so I don't you know, scream at the top of my lungs at the end of the day. And that's really where I think people's access has gone is it's access to, you know, I guess you could call it their happy place, but it's access to a different state of mind, which is relaxation. And I think some of us have permanently lost that during coronavirus, or at least had it numb to an extent that we'll always feel on edge a little bit because we understand what's going on around us. Yeah, there's just like a cloud. Like it, it for some people it's darker than for others, but like it's there. Unless you're like completely don't think that it covid is a thing, I guess, then you you don't really care and you're not worried at all, but like I feel like everyone every reasonable person has just like a spot like 2% of their brain is always occupied by like, well, we're living in a fucking pandemic. 200,000 people are going to have died soon. Like this is fucking insane. Like you, you can't do anything right now without 
being tangentially aware of that. Yeah. And I, I had this one random thought one day. I was like, huh, I had COVID. Oh, what if I gave it to somebody and they died? Oh, great. Thanks. Good brain. Good one. Gonna just sit all day with that one. Like, what the fuck? Like, it wasn't, it just, it's just so crazy to me, too, that, like, if I go to the Red Cross, I can get a um, antibody test and then get plasma. But the CDC at the time, when I, I had all my symptoms, they were like, well, as long as it's not the life-threatening ones, you're good. And I was young, so I basically had it for, like, three days. But the first day was the worst. The second day was and The third day was, like, a little bit worse, but kind of just felt like a hangover. Um, but like, that was the, that was the thought around it at the time. So like, whenever our, like the cases come out and like the death count comes out, I'm always one of those people that's going to believe it was low because I know that we just gave bad messaging on it to start. Yeah. Yeah. Just a real shit show of a year this has been. God, I mean, just like how how are you how are we supposed to handle this? How how are we supposed to like be okay right now? How could you possibly expect that of anyone? All I know is if somebody calls me a snowflake, like anywhere near me ever again, I'm gonna punch them directly in the face. Because if, nice. if this doesn't if this bad. doesn't melt me, then I'm not a snowflake. Because this is batshit insane. Aren't the yeah. gyms in Pennsylvania yeah. open right now? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, I think they're open at, like, some small capacity, which is probably fine, let's, honestly. Let's, if, as long as they're, like, following the guidelines, 25% capacity, people should be able to stay pretty well away from each other. Is it probably fine, though, just, like, too low of a bar for something people don't need? <laughs> I just... Uh yeah, I just, <laughs> that's also that's also very fair. I just probably, probably uh, <laughs> we're losing it, man. The government's gonna listen yeah. to this and be like, "Oh, Bobby said it's probably fine." It's <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> oh Christ. God. But I, I think no, I, I don't think anymore. I'm gonna give that up. That's I'm giving that up for Lent because it's Easter right now, right? Is that where we are? What? Yeah, it's this has been the world's longest one. Yes, I mean, just gave up, gave up, uh, gave up being normal. And Jesus is never coming back, so it's never going to end. I was born this way. All right. Okay, Stephanie. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Well, that was a lot of doom and gloom, but I mean, that's what it is. Folks, look outside. <laughs> yeah. If if nothing else, this conversation has been an accurate representation of the world. Yeah. <laughs> right now, as we are experiencing it. Just put it in the Hall of Records. You don't necessarily need to like enjoy it, but you have to acknowledge it and respect it. <laughs> Bobby, what do you have to All plug right. this week? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, I'm the three-way street skate shop in Havertown. There you go. 
and Bobby's. But actually, actually, don't go there because the owner's a maggot chud. So never mind. Nothing. Back to nothing. What? How did you? <laughs> okay. Um. Because he works with my dad as a DJ, and he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I only went there because I knew I could get twenty percent off. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. What, what about you, Cody? What do you have to plug? Uh, I guess I'll just plug my Twitch because that is the thing that I do a lot that's positive. Twitch.tv slash Coderan. Um, don't follow my Twitter. Just no reason anymore. Um, and also the Twitch has a Discord now. Um, so if you're ever on the Twitch... Um, or if you just go to my page, even when I'm offline, you can actually scroll down, I think, and click the little button that says Discord. If you just want to um, join a little community, that includes, actually, our co-host, Bobby. Bobby, you're in there. Yeah, I am. It started, Come chat it started existing today. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that'll be a fun little way, though, like... And we're gonna we we definitely said we're gonna try to do some neurotica at some point like streams. Uh, we just haven't been able to do that because we need to find a game that I can play on PC and he can play on Switch, which is not the easiest. <laughs> um, but I can I can also or Xbox, but yeah, well figure yeah, because I suck at Call of Duty and I die a lot. But yeah, catch me on Twitch.tv/CodeRan. I have fun and I make people laugh and sometimes Bobby's there and he's on this, he's yeah. on this podcast you're listening to right now. So clearly you like one of two of us. So if you listen, if you go to the Twitch, it's not that you'll get one of us with the occasional, maybe two. That's all. That's all I got. It's my sales pitch. All right. Yeah. Follow Twitch. Uh, stay safe, everyone. Yes, please stay safe. And we'll, Catch you on the flippity flip. The flippy flip. Yes, that's exactly how we wanted to go out. Scrooge McDuck, everybody. Hacha pacha. <laughs> Bye. But I might even just put it out tomorrow and just like it's there. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I forgot that it's not Sunday. Tomorrow is Sunday, Bobby. <laughs> Today's Saturday. <Jesus> <laughs>